This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Oh, my time is over, Ben. You did so good! (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I will say I need to give my I will give myself a pat on the back, Ben, for navigating us through the treacherous waters that were episodes like 165 through 169. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's it, no doubt. I mean, if it, it felt like uh like quite a lengthy jaunt. There's no look, I like I can't I I typed Pop Doc 170 today to like collect our notes for the day, and it was like a genuine sigh of relief that we had left the 160s i'm not sure what it was about it but like every single time i was like we've been in the 160s forever i'm not sure we're gonna make it like uh, obviously it was only 10 weeks but it seemed like so much longer no i i I definitely understand where you're coming from i mean i suppose like we're here like what march 7th as of recording so yeah like we're we're really that's that's comprised most of 2023 so far and i i i feel like this sort of happens every single year like where we, we enter a new year and everybody's like okay thank goodness the last one's over yeah you know then we start the new one and, and almost inevitably a whole bunch of bad stuff happens right away and we're like oh man we thought last year was bad mm. um so mm. I, I do i do feel like it's been it's been like a taxing past couple of months it's felt like and we're, we're also like right in the middle of that like kind of cold part of the year yeah. like where everything's just like a little bit like you know we're it's not like, getting a lot of sunshine it's like and threatening to be warm but it is <laughs> yeah yeah that's definitely been the vibe in roanoke is that it's like it seems like it's resting demeanors right around like you know like like mid 50s or something like that yeah, we've had a couple yeah. of like warmish days um however i feel like whenever you've got this unusual uh shifty weather you also run into what feels like th- like the seasonal illness of choice and you and i just this past weekend got to endure a quality bout of norovirus oh my gosh yeah the norovirus Norovirus hit the Carlin family at large. I, I would hard. say square in the teeth. Square like, in the teeth. I, I mean, we had we had pierogi night last Wednesday. Yes, and it, I mean, by all accounts, a tremendously grand affair. Like. 
like once or twice a year, our mom will make the trip up to New York. And sometimes the girls will go with there and they'll meet up with all of our aunts and our grandma. And they'll all have this like big pierogi party where they just, they is this like one special cheese that can like only be found like in one place in the country, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's, it, I know. know. It's like one of these like weird things where I think because like New York City has like such a, like a, like a melting pot of like different, like, you know, cultures and stuff like that. It's like yeah. a Polish cheese that they've used forever. Yeah. And it's like the old, it's like it has to be that cheese right and it's like you think i know what you're thinking like can't you just order it online you and like when i was a kid i was like certainly there's a way like other places must sell it and it was like no this is really the only place and like i remember growing into adulthood and being like the good you know what i bet you can buy that pierogi cheese online now and it's like you still can't you still can't you still can't yeah yeah i know it's like it's a, it's this like really unusual thing i think it's called bag cheese or something like that <laughs> it's like a, it's a terrible name i know yeah. yeah i think i think it's like literally like there's there's some type of um it's almost like i think mozzarella for example as far as cheeses are concerned yeah. it's like a fairly like young cheese like mm. not aged for very long yeah. uh i think it's very similar to that like where you create this like concoction of cheese mess and you put it inside of a bag and it drips or or something it's like, like a, it's it like a wet yeah there's yeah. like a there's like i yeah you're right there is like a if it, what looks like a net and a lot of like white drippiness coming out of it yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um make my, ben uh, you know what speaking of cheese okay i need to i need to like confirm a memory with you okay from childhood okay? I, this is you were asking the wrong person you need no. to be uh, you need to take a mirror out of your pocket and ask yourself because you will be the one who remembers it but go ahead go no, ahead no 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 this is whether or not this was a shared experience or whether it, like the 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 phrase hold on let me make sure i'm reading it correctly okay off of the notes because i wrote it in here the phrase that came up this week was limburger cheese limburger limburger cheese does that like tickle any memory in your brain i feel like really very deeply vaguely okay. but i can't remember if like what i'm actually remembering is like the last name of like a middle school principal or something oh no that was also yeah there was a there was a, a lindberg okay yeah. okay so i wasn't wrong in You're that not regard wrong about that okay yeah. okay um i give me more give me more context because okay. so far i don't feel like it's i don't think it's like ringing anything like Limburger like, cheese is just particularly well known for being extremely smelly cheese okay okay and like I hadn't heard the the even though I've eaten lots of cheese and I love cheese boards and charcuterie I hadn't heard the the word Limburger cheese in like over a decade I think okay okay and like suddenly it came up this past week I can't even remember why but it like all of a sudden these like distant like echoes came out and I was like what is it about Limburger cheese and I was like smelly it's smelly cheese and then like I started like then like then I like opened the floodgate and it was like there was like, this was a constant joke in like childhood media was that Limburger cheese smells bad this was like in like many a cartoon or like whatever. You, you researched this and confirmed this or, I, or I you're have, you're remembering this this is what my memory was. I was like i'm pretty it just felt like a like like in when we were kids in like the late 90s early 2000s range i seem to recall that Limburger cheese was like everyone's favorite smelly punching bag it was like the butt of many jokes literally Oh my like, gosh. Do you remember this? Is this like 
Is this ringing a bell? Not specifically, no. But like, I'm I'm curious if it's like one of those things, like like um like avocados or Brussels sprouts, or I'm trying to think of like any other like thing that sort of like comes into vogue, uh-huh. where it's like you know, growing up, I don't think mom and dad ever gave us like avocados ever. Um, I, I don't know if maybe that was just because like it just never occurred to them to do like to do that. Like there are plenty of items of produce at the supermarket that I that I just never purchase at all no i know yeah not for any reason i just i just don't know about them or yeah it's like i remember like when we were growing up like guacamole is not like a new word right people have been making guacamole for a long time which is primarily avocados right 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 right. but like you're right it wasn't like like avocados were not uh what they are today when we were kids exactly yeah so I, i i'd almost be curious if like during the 90s this was the type of thing that like was in like every southern living magazine or like cooking channel show it was like a very like in kind of thing oh limburger cheese yes yeah mm. exactly or even if this was the case like you know if you're talking about animators including it in the 90s if it would have been really popular even more likely in like the 80s or like late 70s oh, sure. and like everyone came to know it as a smelly cheese yes yeah, yeah yeah or like a bunch of kids who grew up with it like when their parents trying to like serve it were like yeah. no yes. i hate this stuff mm-hmm. and so then like eventually it was like all right you know what i finally have i finally have the platform i'm gonna use that platform to to bully yeah. my least favorite cheese that mom used to make me eat That's it. i mean it does feel like something like that was going on because like i don't i don't hear about this anymore like you know I've eaten plenty of cheeses. Some of them have like the, you know, the, the smelly, um, nature to them. Sure. Do you like smelly cheese? Uh, in general? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Yeah, like, um, I am, I am like, I feel like I, I try to not be put out. Like whenever like the cheese board comes, like, yeah. you know, like the charcuterie and everything, and there's like all the different stuff on there. I try not to be overly like, uh, squeamish towards things that, like I like yeah. I've never heard of or never tried or like maybe like look a little unusual or like yeah. a pickled like something yeah. <laughs> you know it's like I don't know what it is but I'll try it <laughs> like, you know I try not to be that person but I do also always find myself being like oh man these like what is what is this a nice crystallized cheddar like oh you dude know. cheese with crystals is always good always the best love, always the best yeah like yep. oh man that's always super good you're right whenever yeah whenever the charcuterie comes out and they they like no matter what I will try every single cheese on the board regardless of what it looks like okay okay that is my that is for sure I'm not afraid of it. if I don't like it I like won't I just won't go back to it but sure, like, sure, sure. i will i will always try everything okay for excellent sure. that excellent is my, that is my stance on the cheeses okay okay but so anyway i want to know why it used to be such a punching bag or if it was and i'm just remembering that wrong and why like in the modern day no one's making fun of limburger cheese anymore i know whatever you know, happened like, what happened like, whatever happened to making fun of limburger cheese you i know? know the good old days the good old, exactly I, I wonder if this is like a weird like mandela effect type of thing like where where like a bunch of people will like remember this but nobody can find like a source of it at all and it's like why do we all remember right <laughs> this thing happening it's like it's like we all know it was a thing right right, right? Don't ha- we? wasn't it um i don't even know like there there was a part of me that even as you were like <laughs> you were like explaining this i almost felt like partially like i was being like punked <laughs> almost as if like, like you were setting me up for a scenario i was like do you remember this like this was a thing like, we all made fun of this like like made up word and it was like yeah i do vaguely remember that it's like no you don't because i made it up and, like like that was like i was like i feel like i'm in a trap right now i'm I feel like definitely I, like, not setting you up okay okay it's not some weird cheese gambit i'm running <laughs> right 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 <laughs>
I'm just trying to bring back the good old days. <laughs> That's all. No, yeah, I do not remember. I do not remember whatsoever. Uh, well, not not even whatsoever. I feel like it, it does. It does feel like it's like far off in the brain. Uh, and I'll be curious to see if if like you brought this up. I, it was probably ten episodes ago, like back in the 150s yeah. of the pop, the yeah. good old days again. Um, <laughs> not the 160s. Not the 160s. Let's not even talk about that yeah. era. Um, but I think. Uh, at some point in time, we talked about like crossworders and how yeah. they can like set the task for their brain to go and like work on something. And then mm-hmm. that, that's sort of why like sometimes you'll you can't remember a word and then it's like dinner that night and you're like, I uh, remember yeah, yes. Limburger cheese. Yeah. You know, and you're like, um, so I'll be I'll be curious to like let a piece of my brain go and like and, and work on it and see if it can't. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, you're going to wake up it. at 3 a.m. this morning and be like, Lip, Alice. Limburger. I, <laughs> she's gonna be like, what? 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 I don't care. <laughs> I am completely uninterested in this new thing that you just figured out. Um, alternatively, the other thing we talked about recently was like the whole Bing Bong situation from Inside Out, and yeah. like a memory uh, going into like the the dump, so to speak, yeah. like where it, it dissolves into nothingness. And the question was sort of like, you know like we saw Bing Bong in the movie Inside Out disappear. And the question is like, if she was shown pictures by her parents of Bing Bong or like had the song sang back to her, it's like, would she remember it? And it's like, part of me is starting to think like, I don't think she would at all. I think that like literally she could be told a thing that she did. She could be shown evidence. Right. But it's like she did it. That she did it. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like if that memory has faded away, then it is like it's just gone. Right. It's like it's like and that could be how it is with me in this this particular punk right, cheese. Like at, at some point, your your little brain jelly beans are like, does does do we think Ben needs to know about the Limburger cheese jokes? And they're like, just dump it. It's like nobody's like, made that joke in at no least 15 years. Yeah, it's yeah. out of vogue. It's out of yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Um, like does he know what vogue means not right now but it's not gonna matter (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so anyway so that all all of that to bring us back i think ultimately to pierogi night pierogi night yeah so we were talking about norovirus we were talking about norovirus so this was this was a pretty big event over the weekend um you even said like wake alice up at three in the morning it's like we're gonna come back to that because i do i do owe her a waking up at three in the morning well if if, there's no better reason than limburger cheese (laughs) i know i know um um, definitely better than the reason she gave me. Uh, well, at least my perception of it at the time. Um, but yeah, so we, we, as a whole big family got together. So like everybody was at mom and dad's house and mom had this like huge, like she had like multiple pans on the stove and she's making all these like handmade pierogies. And it's just like this very like super, uh, like for, for our childhood, like incredibly nostalgic, but also just like a really fun and like delicious meal. And it was like, outstanding like really 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 good yeah Um, if you don't know what a pierogi is it's basically just like a like a like a polish ravioli yeah yeah uh, it's like a it's a dough pocket it's like a dumpling filled with cheese yeah yeah but i feel like the dough has almost got like a like a very subtle like sweetness to it that contrasts very nicely with the um like the butter that you cook it in and like just like a sprinkling like a dash of salt on salt on there i know oh man so good get them right out of the skillet I know, I know. Uh, so, mom, if you're listening, uh, you absolutely crushed Pierogi Night. It was mm-hmm. really fun. We loved it. Um, however, uh, it meant that our entire family was together. So, like your whole family, my whole family, uh, our younger brother Tyler, his whole family, mom and dad, all in mom and dad's house. And um, the next day is Thursday, which was just like a pretty regular work pretty day for regular us. Regular day. Uh, Friday morning, though, uh, we are basically slated you and I to 
get up first thing in the morning, get in the car, and we were going to be driving uh, seven hours to Ohio, where you and I were going to be attending an event at the uh, University of Miami of Ohio um, called Recon, which is like the the best description I've been able to give it is sort of like a Comic-Con on like university level. And it's just like a, like a uh, group of super uh, like, excited people about like all coming together to, yeah. to enjoy these things. I think, I think the, the group putting it on was called the league of geeks. Yeah. The league of geeks. Yeah. And, um, it, we, you and I were going to be there and do like a round of our in-person, <clears throat> uh, trivia show that yeah. we do like on Dave versus Ben. If you've ever watched us on like a trivia night or anything like that, uh, it was gonna be so much fun. We were really like looking forward to being there. And it was going to be really cool. Um, but back, I guess, Rewinding just a little bit to that Thursday night before, uh, we had kind of an interesting situation that went down, which is that um, my wife Alice went to like a local concert, um, and it was like you know this this cool local band that was playing and everything, and like she was going out with like you know all of her friends, and <gasps> like while she was there, obviously enjoyed like some libations, yep, yep, um, yep. and she was there with my sister in law uh, Sammy, and so you know Mike and I were hanging out at our house just like chilling around the fire. They get home from their concert get out of the uber you know like pop over and like they they have definitely like had fun they're pretty libatious they had fun (laughs) they had fun um and so you know i mean you know mike and i are sitting there like we've just been chatting like you know for the past like two hours like whatever and they are just like i don't know it was really funny but um as the night went on, as some people may be aware, sometimes uh, overindulging in a libation can cause mm. uh, other side effects, such as <gasps> sponges. Such as sponges. <laughs> so, uh, you know, at like three o'clock in the morning, got back to it. Look at me go. Boom. Um, Alice wakes me up. And if there is one thing that she absolutely and completely and unequivocally hates it is having sponges like like this was like a big deal related to like even entering the stage of our life that would involve pregnancy at all because it was like a lot of pregnancy comes with a lot of nausea and it was like something she was deeply deeply concerned about like such a such a kind of fear around uh having sponges that it was like Maybe, maybe maybe we just won't do it at all. Like like that was you know that's that's the basis for it. So anyway, she wakes me up from like an absolute dead sleep, and at this point in time, I'm like I have to get up early because I have like a like a trip I have to take tomorrow. I have a long drive, and I know it's going to be raining the whole way there. <laughs> yeah. And like like I know you went out and had a lot of fun tonight, and like that's good for you, but also I got to <laughs> sleep. <laughs> that was your decision, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I'm not trying to be unsupportive, but also like you. You know, like I, I know how you feel about this particular topic. I will try to be helpful, but she's also like and generally inconsolable in this particular situation. So doing my best, but you know, woke up from a dead sleep, whatever. Also knew that like it was probably somewhat self-imposed by the, the night that she had, had prior. Um so anyway, I end up having this like very long night of not really getting a whole lot of sleep and trying to like help her and, you know, get like, you know, like a Gatorade and a cup of ice and ginger ale and, you know, medicine and and all the rest of like Mm -hmm. whatever's and everything. So, uh, wake up in the morning, she's still struggling with it. You know, so I'm trying to get like Addie together, trying to coordinate with you. And I'm like, well, let me see if I can just like get Addie down for her first nap. And you know, like that way you can come over and pick me up and like Addie will already be asleep. Allie can continue to rest until like, like, you know, Addie wakes up and hopefully at that point in time, she'll just be feeling better and have like slept it off and everything um so all of that happens you come and pick me up we're like sitting in the car outside 
of my house. And pause. And pause. Now we'll back up to my house. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay. So we, uh, the night, it's Thursday evening, and Beth has decided to go out to a book club with some of her friends at a local restaurant called Bloom. And, you know, as ever, they're just chatting about their books, having some appetizers and some libations and stuff. <laughs> Naturally. <One or> two. <laughs> Everybody was just like, Never? Yeah. I, really what I think it was is that we were getting ready to go out of town for like a full weekend, which, yeah. which is a lot of work on them. To yes. then tend to the households, obviously, um, and as such, good for them for being able to go out and like have like yes. one last night of fun. Yeah. However, yes. Yeah. So Beth comes up and um, she honestly, I think she only had like one one drink or something. Sure. So it wasn't like a, a, a lot by any means. And uh, we go to bed and we wake up in the morning and uh, Beth uh, expresses that she is like not feeling super great, but is like, could that have just been from from one drink? Like, am I such a lightweight or, you know, would I not drink enough water or was I just dehydrated? Was it just stronger than I thought? And it's just like, yeah, like I guess she was like, yeah, had like a little bit of headache, a little bit of queasiness. And I was just like, well, I guess that I mean, that can happen. That can happen. It, it, you know? there, is, there is this thing. I feel like I keep telling Alice lately. It's like, it's like, I feel like I can tell I'm getting older. Yeah, oh, I, it's like it's so, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when me and when me and Big Steve were down in Orlando for the uh, for the Pokemon tournament, yes, it was like uh, it was Saturday evening. We just went through nine rounds of Swiss, and neither of us had qualified for day two. So we were just like, yeah, we're. I mean, we had a blast. We we're like, let's. We're both starving because you don't have many opportunities to eat. Right. We went. Yeah, we went to the bar. We each had um, just. We each had two old fashions, and the next morning, I. I mean. I was I was wrecked, and I was like I couldn't believe it. Right, and I was right. Like, I, that, like that just wasn't that much. Right. Um. And yeah, that was it was a it's a very bad uh morning for me. I was able to recover, but um. So yeah, Beth is feeling this way, and I think you know, and she's like feeling really anxious about it. Like you're about to leave, and I'm like, yeah, but you've sort of been feeling anxious all week, and you know, what like you know, we'll 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 keep an eye on you, but I think you're probably just you know a little maybe a little hungover or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm getting Luke ready for school and he starts to tell me that like his stomach isn't feeling so good. And I'm like, OK, yeah, sure, sure. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah. Like, oh, OK. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've heard this before. <laughs> I've done this before. Yeah, yeah, I've done this before. I remember it. And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, what? Yeah, sure. It is. Sure. It is. I don't, I, you know, I've heard that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really buying it. So uh-huh, much. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, and of course, like you're still in that mindset as well as like, you know, like you, you got like stuff to do like oh yeah like you know it's it's these are busy mornings usually like to get out of the house and get on the road and yeah not not to sound like i'm trying to be like really dismissive of everyone's problems or anything right um which is how it sounds retroactively given what happened but in the moment in the moment it was a lot less obvious (laughs) it was much less obvious but so i'm i am uh, eventually you know i get luke to preschool and i drop him off there and he seems totally fine and right you know um beth seems like she's like maybe maybe feeling a little better and i'm out the door and i've packed up and i'm going to pick you up and you call me and you're like yeah alice is really hung over from last night and you know and i think you said maybe you had like an uncomfortable trip to the bathroom yourself or something yeah it was it was like one of those things but like similar to so many other situations like i mean people like when they travel for example it's like not uncommon for like your your whole like digestive system to sort of be like a little bit like thrown off because you're not living a normal like situation and even for me i was like i had a really like bad night of sleep 
sleep. So like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of anxious about leaving, you know, like I've like, yeah. I've just got like a lot going on. I really know how like Allie's going to handle everything, especially if she doesn't start feeling better soon. And, you know, so like, it's, it's the same type of thing where I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, like my stomach's been like a little like off this morning or whatever. So like, you yeah. know, plop in the car or whatever. And then, then well, I, not, I, not only that, I should say that in the week leading up the, the day before we had gone out to eat at a, um, at a Mexican restaurant. Oh yeah. And, right. And yeah. Me, and you in particular had gotten this like just massive burrito. Yeah, it was just massive. And it was like, mm, yeah, I can see where maybe you'd be feeling a little uncomfortable <laughs> this morning. <laughs> so like you had all these reasons competing for what was not the case. But suddenly, suddenly it was like, wait a minute. Alice isn't feeling good and Beth isn't feeling good and Luke said his stomach wasn't good and Ben had a problem and it was like this is starting to be a lot of coincidences I know I know up. yeah so you and I are sitting in the car and we're like literally like because because that's the other thing too is like we made like these people reached out to us to participate in this event like months and months and months ago and yeah. so like you know you're sitting there and like you're looking at like every, like the pieces of like the puzzle like lying before you and it's not like abundantly clear just how how bad it is or like whether or not you are at the point where you are going to like like have to reach out to the folks who have invited you to partake in this event and and tell them you can't be there right it's like like, like on our end we're like really really wanting everything to be okay because like we have this like prior commitment right exactly yeah and and like you don't want to be overly like loosey-goosey with with that you know right. like 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 you know it's the type of thing like where we were like included in in at least like on the website or like you know marketing materials and stuff like that and you don't want people to like get to their event and be like well these guys weren't there um so like you know we're i think we're really having to like face down that decision but the other issue is that we are now like we're seven hours away and if you and i are about to also go down right then it's like you're talking about a seven hour car ride where all of a sudden it's like Oh dear. Oh, like we don't want to no. be trapped in the middle of like, you know, yeah. Like West Virginia or whatever on our, on our way. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, like we're screwed. And then it's like, also you don't want, e even if we were both fine, you don't necessarily want to be away. If every other member of your family starts going down, that's the other, yeah. yeah. The other huge bit as well. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's hard enough to, it's hard enough to run everything solo, let alone be yeah. sick and be then sick be sick too. Doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. So we decide we're going to like, we're going to just reconvene in an hour and see where everyone is because uh, things seem like they're getting worse, at least especially on Beth's front. Things like went down for her. Yes. So we return home and like Beth just gets in bed. We put her to bed like Nick and Nate seem like they're doing good. It's like time to go pick up Luke. I'm like, I'm just going to drive them around for a while. I'm going to let her sleep give them some quiet time. We'll go get like a fun lunch since dad's home for lunch today or something. Right. Yeah. So I'm like driving the kids around uh, and we went to go get some uh, Chick-fil-A and like when I pick Luke up from school, which I don't normally do, like he sees me and he's like, oh my God, daddy, like so excited. And then it seemed like, like I was like, mm-hmm, you were feeling fine. I knew it. But then it like, I could almost like watch him remember like, oh yeah, I'm not feeling good. Uh, and then so he starts like saying that again and I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe you're picking this back up. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Of course he's not. He's not feeling good. Right. So we go through and we get some lunch and 
um we all of us you know on the way home he keeps saying his stomach's not feeling good and like yeah sure enough once we get home it hits luke and i'm like oh this is bad (laughs) yeah i'm like oh uh things have gone very now now two people are down and i'm like now nick and nate on the other hand seem fine they eat their food they are just playing they're running around no big deal right um so I've got like Luke up in his room, just kind of recovering. Beth is asleep, and uh, I go to. It's like maybe a couple hours later. I go to uh, change Nick's diaper, and I'm in the middle of doing that, and all of a sudden Nate walks around the corner, and just like he, just like it's, it's just sort of like dripping out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, like no! I'm sorry for the description, and oh, I'm like, no! oh no, Nate. Oh, I'm like, this is Beth. Something just changed. This is bad. Okay, you stand there. I gotta finish this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, <laughs> I finish with Nick as fast as I can, and then I like, I you know, wipe Nate down, and I like change all of his clothes and get him like you know upstairs and like try and quarantine him away and i come back downstairs and i see that him coming around the corner was really the end of the situation and he had like like this there were sponges been on the ottoman and on the rug and then in the kitchen and like the whole way there was this gigantic trail of sponges that he had made as he walked over to tell me about the problem and i was like this is the absolute worst. This is terrible. Yep. Oh my god. That so that was that was bad. And then eventually, then it was like, all right, it's quiet time. Everyone's going to have a nap. That's cool. We're good. Yeah. Yep. We're good. And I was like positive, positive that upon that during nap time it was going to hit Nick. And I was like, this is going to be bad. I'm going to have to clean up his crib. It's going to. Uh, this, this, this is just a nightmare. Yeah. This is this is my nightmare right now. We've definitely canceled the trip by now. <laughs> oh yeah. At, th- yeah. at this point, at this point, we've realized like this was this was not these were not coincidences, nor yeah. were they hangovers. Oh yeah. Now um, it's now it's very clearly a virus going through, and like reports are coming in from like Tyler's family, and like mom and dad don't feel good, and it's like oh no. I know. Oh, yeah. No. Just like ah oh, man, this every everything <laughs> has gone off the rails. Everything's yeah. Off the rails. So yeah. similarly, like, yeah, so it's it, now it's like Friday night and like, you know, I've been I've been trying to take care of like Allie and Addie all day now because I mean, at this point in time, like we've, I basically just already stayed. You know, we both stayed home from work at this point, trying to like take care of the families. Uh, we're not on the trip. And like I'm I'm like sitting and we have this like rocking chair in our living room <laughs> and I'm sitting there. And I'm like, is it cold in here? And Alice is like, oh, no. And I'm like. I'm, I'm like, I'm like really cold, oh, no. you know, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, I'm sitting there. It's like, I'm going like put on like a sweatshirt and I've got like my hood up over and I'm like, like curled up in a ball, like on like the rocking chair. And I'm just sort of like bobbing yeah. back and forth. And, and I'm like, I, I can like feel things getting worse. And like, this is the other problem with everybody around you in your immediate proximity being sick is that like, you're literally watching your future unfold before yeah, it's you. Like, oh, it's the waiting game. <laughs> you're like, it's yeah, get me. It's, I know. And then it's like, you start feeling bad and you're like, do I just feel bad because I'm worried about feeling bad or do I feel bad because I do feel bad or could it be both? Yeah. yeah. So I ended up having a situation similar to, to yours as well where so like at this point in time, like I'm starting to feel like really bad and like Alice is just like exhausted because she had like no sleep the night before and she's had a long day and everything. And so then like, you know, we're we're in the kitchen and we're trying to like, you know, wrap like get re- like you know Addie like ready to go up to bed and stuff and so she's like you know just walking around and then she has sponges as she's walking walks into it oh, slips no. and falls in it and it's just like no I know it's so sad it's so sad and at this point in time like I'm like Allie is I would say 
exhausted, but like recovered. And I am like right on the verge of like, of like the full thing, like hitting me. And, you know, so then, then you're like in full parent mode, which I think it's like literally like, I think it's a thing. Like at some, like sometimes you need to survive the situation and you are like able to like almost set aside your own, like yeah, feeling bad in order to like, help the situation yeah, like you, you you're like your brain is like rallying <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so i have this like you know where i'm like i'm able to like successfully like you know we're able to like you know always got addy in, in a bath in the sink and i'm like cleaning up the floor and trying to do all the this that and the others and everything anyway we eventually got through it it ended up being just like a really long and odd weekend of like being on the couch and completely just like yeah that's exactly how it was at our house yeah, yeah. um nick nick did make it through nap time but not one second longer right um, oh gosh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i remember getting him like oh my god maybe you're gonna be okay i got him out of his crib sponges <laughs> i was just like i just finished cleaning the hole downstairs right yeah this is oh man this is this is this is bad uh it's Fortunately, I personally never got the sponges. I think I had, I definitely still got it. Like every other symptom was there. I had the headache and the achiness and terrible, terrible nights of sleep and just overwhelming exhaustion, which I feel like I'm still dealing with. No. Yeah. I get the exact same thing. Yeah. So I, um, cause I, I never got the sponges either, but I was supposed to run 16 miles for my marathon training on Sunday. And, you know, so it was like, it's Friday and the guys that I run with all knew I was going out of town. So like they, they weren't really counting on me being there, but then it was sort of like, okay, well maybe now I can be there. And then I was like, Oh no, maybe I'm not going to be able to be there. Yeah. So like I'm going back and forth with them all weekend and you know, like I'm, I'm like, all right, well maybe I'll just run like eight on Sunday. So like, I'm like lacing up my tennis shoes and stuff. And I'm like walking around the house, getting ready to like go out the door to do it. And it's just like, I'm like, Oh no, I'm not okay. I'm like, all I want to do is sleep. Like I just want to go and like fall on the couch. So (gasps) miserable weekend. Didn't make it through it. It was a bad weekend. Yeah. One of the worst. One of the the worst. So sorry, recon that we weren't there. We weren't there. That was our uh, journey through norovirus. I'm sure you all wanted all of the messy details. All of the messy details. For sure. All right. Time for a transition. Transition. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Pop. 
popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Ben, do you, you, I had a flashback recently to an earlier, uh, a very early episode of the pop where we were talking about our like complete, uh, ignorance of music. Yeah. Am I familiar with our, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I live that life, Jay. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like, it's not like a, like a recall type of thing. It's just, it's like a part of who I am. Okay. Yeah. So this past weekend I had a very similar situation to where like, <clears throat> I just sort of like revealed my ignorance about, um, about something else okay. that I felt like fairly embarrassed about. I was like, oh man, that was such a, such a, such a leap in my mind that makes that I feel like still makes sense, but obviously it was just wrong. It <laughs> was just uninformed and it was about malls. Okay. Okay. So, um, after everyone started feeling a little bit better on Sunday afternoon, we decided we would uh, venture out. Beth wanted, she had like ordered something online and just needed to go pick it up in the store from the store Aerie. 
And when she came out, I was like, man, I never, I have not really known you to ever shop at like Air Apostle. And she's like, I don't like that. I haven't. That's not what I just, that's not where I just was. And I was like, what? And uh, so I, I, in that moment, I'm like, like a bunch of like things are colliding in my brain. And I'm like, I think for my entire life, when people have said airy, I thought they were just using that as shorthand for Air Apostle, which they're not. It's just, they're just different stores entirely. It, or, or I thought that they were like, that Airy was like a, an offshoot of Aeropostale, that, which okay. it also isn't. Okay, that is what surprises me because yeah. I would have thought that like, isn't Airy spelt like A-E-R-I-E and yeah, like Aeropostale so. is like A-E-R-O? Yeah. So like I absolutely would have thought that like, yeah, like that it would be um, like, like, I don't know how, I think there's like a Victoria's Secret and then there's like a pink, you oh, know, right. and like yeah. those are like, they're like the same stores, but like, different uh like target you know demographics or whatever in terms of like who who like would shop there um one being catered to like a younger crowd i think um so i would have thought that that my my exact same thought would have been that aeropostale was more uh like for a younger demographic and airy would be like the same people who shopped at aeropostale but are now grown into adults incorrect this this would have been my exact thought incorrect apparently what the actual story is that um american eagle Back in the day, used to have their A-E. like, yeah, had okay. their brand of like, um, I guess underwear, okay, which was airy, and then that sort of grew into like its own brand and is now its own store, okay, which is just like it's it's so airy is an extension of American Eagle, <laughs> not related at all. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That this is uh, the, it's. I can see it because again, you have yeah. American Eagle as AE, and so it's like, oh, okay. It's right, like it's yeah. like a fun. There it I is. can see where like they would have thought it was like a fun pun yeah. on their name while creating like a subline within their brand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was just my like, man. I just felt so dumb about that like for not knowing something yeah but then it got me like then beth and i started talking as we're talking about the or as i as i revealed my ignorance on the situation (laughs) how embarrassing i know and she was like did you ever have like a like or or like a perceived tier structure of like the like the coolness value in high school of the of the stores at the mall or anything well i mean like in my mind, like I remember, um, I feel like I feel like we went through phases as kids. Like I remember when uh, growing up, like the moose symbol in our family, I feel like was something like we really like gravitated to. Yeah. Like I, I remember that like we I think we've talked about it possibly on the pot before. I can't remember. But like um, I, I at one point in time had started calling uh, moose flankers yeah with a silent g on the the front g obviously yeah um and so like flankers kind of ended up being this like family joke family joke slash mascot thing um and like our grandparents are from like the adirondacks where i feel like moose are potentially prevalent present (laughs) yeah like it seems it seemed like there was like one year where i don't know if like mom and dad had like told them the the joke the gag or whatever but it it seemed like i think not it was just this like funny blending of things that all worked out where like we like our core um family was like sort of joking about moose a lot and then we went to grandma and grandpa's and they had just gotten us a bunch of adirondack themed things that had moose on them and it was like oh man then it like really like 
like um like solidified yeah, it. solidified everything yeah yeah we even had a dog named moose yes we did um at one point in time and uh so like the whole moose thing i remember became like really big and then that's also i think like the symbol for abercrombie and fitch yeah they had um, for some reason yeah you know how this like tropical uh brand went for moose moose yeah I, I don't even know like what the basis for abercrombie is but um Yes. So that I remember that being a thing. And I remember like getting my first ever like Abercrombie shirt with the moose on it and thinking yeah. that it was like, like it was like, I couldn't wait to wear it to school Yeah. Um, to be like, I have my moose shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, it was like, you know, I was really, but like to me, that's what it was. It was like, it was less even that it was like Abercrombie and more that like I had a shirt with a moose with on a it, moose on it yeah. which I thought was cool. Uh, and then I went through like my sort of era with um pack sun yeah where i would go and wear like a lot of like billabong or hurley or quicksilver i'm trying to think of other volcom yeah um all, all the skater of, brands all of those sort of skater brands so i was really into that uh for a good little stretch of like my high school years and then i remember sort of as i was uh graduating out i feel like hollister like really really hit as like mm -hmm. the the thing and i think their symbol is like a bird maybe yeah um but so was their apostle <laughs> and american eagle and american eagle yeah. yeah um but so i i don't know I, I remember that was that was like the the closest i could have to it and i don't even know if it's a hierarchy or just literally like which one felt like it was in at any given point in time that being said i don't think i've ever owned anything from hollister before i don't think i ever owned anything from there either i remember really coveting owning things from abercrombie and fitch like that was like this was the coolest the, if you had clothes for me this was the coolest place right 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 yeah. right yeah it had like a very prominent like storefront at our particular mall it as did. well it had, yeah it was it was definitely like especially at our at our uh mall in roanoke where we didn't have like every single store imaginable yes like i yeah. think it definitely was like the or at least at least the perceived top tier store. Right, right, right. Yes, for it, high school students. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like that's like I don't know that we had hit. Uh, I think probably at some point in time, like other things like like Lacoste maybe uh, had found their way into the equation. Oh, sure, you know, yeah, or, or like yeah. Ralph Lauren. Right. Um, yeah. But like as far as like yeah, like a spe specifically like those mall brands, I think it was really. Yeah. Uh, I would I would have said Abercrombie was at the top. Maybe American Eagle after that, and then I probably would have put like uh aeropostale and hollister and, and everything else all in the same okay bucket. right all in the same bucket yeah. down there I, i'm doing my best to remember I, these no, things know, it's, been, it's been it's been so, so long it's been so long but also i feel like it's so it's so different these days because people don't shop at malls as much right you know right, it's yeah. like like there were like yeah there were maybe six or seven stores at the mall where most of your clothes came from and like where most of your peers clothes came from at the same time whereas now you just sort of shop online a lot and there's so many more brands yes that it doesn't it's not it's less of like a like personality association i feel like right right no it's it, it's a good point though like one of the things i hadn't really given like a whole lot of consideration is the fact that like as high school students we were all predominantly shopping from like the same stores the same like seasons worth of like clothing yeah. items or whatever but the other thing that i think is very surprising to me is i do not remember many instances where i would get to school wearing like a new t-shirt and someone else would have the same one i know right isn't that crazy yeah it's yeah. like that's that's surprising yeah um but 
Anyway, yeah. So, like, do you, do you have like a hierarchy here? Like, oh, is- I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I remember thinking like, yeah, Abercrombie was very cool, but then there was all, it was like also easy to like sort of dunk on because like if you went in there, the music was really loud and they like pumped the cologne. Yeah, around the, I feel and stuff. like that was the thing was like I, I feel like at some point in time everybody realized the smell was so obnoxious that it was like like I feel like people would make jokes about like oh my gosh I walked past the Abercrombie and I smelled like it for three weeks right yeah. you know and it's, like, so it's there, like there was that but then I feel I feel like in a way Hollister came to Abercrombie's rescue in that regard because if you went in Hollister the shopping experience was like 10 times worse in every way it was like the lights were like Harry Potter Deathly Hallows you know part two Oh, sure, sure. Is like, it's, like, it's like super dim lighting. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's your flashlight. You thought, you, thought Aber- your- you thought Abercrombie smelled? Guess what? It's worse in here. <laughs> we you, thought, out- you thought the music was loud down there? It's louder. Right. Like, no, no, this is sensory overload. And uh, but did you see the roof you had to walk under when you walked in the store? So there was that. It's it's just like you're at a so, real beach. Yeah. So I <laughs> know I didn't. I personally never like. I don't think I ever owned anything from Hollister. Um. So I think yeah, Abercrombie. But it seemed like they were on the same tier to a lot of people. That was the perception, at least, that these are like almost the same. Okay. And okay. Then, and then American Eagle certainly was like right there, right under it. Okay. But like at a way more affordable level. Sure. Like, sure. 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 Like fifty percent off more affordable. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, the, the other thing too is that like disposable income during this phase of life was so outstandingly oh. minimal. Oh, I like, know. Yeah. Um, I I do. I mean, I remember that was like that was like my pack sun thing. That was like I would love to go in there. And my favorite thing, especially by like my senior year of high school, was the hoodies. Yeah. I really really liked the hoodies. In fact, there is one that I would love to get back desperately it was a burton hoodie and it had this like 3d design on it so it was like it was like white but then the design itself was like green and blue i think and the interior of the hoodie was like a gray fuzzy uh and it had a silver zipper and it was like oh man it was such a cool hoodie and like everybody always thought it was awesome yeah uh except for like that one person who was like uh, I think her name was Chelsea. She was like, it hurts my eyes to look at. And I was like, well, then you don't have to look at it. I know. <laughs> like, I'm sure every time you wore it, she went out of her way to remind I, you. I know. I know. She yeah. didn't like this hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's like, it's like, but when I wear it, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, so. And so as an adult, this is like one I've like literally gone on Poshmark probably in the past six months and like wow. try to try refine to it. it. Yeah. Like if anybody's like got one like pristine from like forever ago, I'm like, yeah. oh, it'd be so cool. Well, maybe they do, Ben. When we got me another, um, you know, yellow shirt with a red guitar player on this it. is so true I, mean, I think you use a red shirt with good yeah you know, <coughs> good guitar something yeah. or another i think it was just blood or ketchup but i'm not <laughs> <laughs> jury's still out on that one. Oh my gosh okay well so yeah question for the the little kernels at home was that what was your favorite high school brand yeah, sure yeah. or did yeah yeah or or is this still a thing is it is it is it like a I don't know. Is it, does this hierarchy of like mall shopping still exist? Yeah. Or okay, here's another one that I thought was very interesting: is the brand Champion. Um, I don't oh, know if you've yeah. seen this. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like it's like become repopularized. Yeah. I feel like, but um, at some point in time, I feel like if you were to have like a pair of like Champion brand sweatpants, this was almost the type of thing that like you almost certainly got at like. Uh, like a like a TJ Maxx kind of store, right? You know, it's like there's like they're like bulk excess, you know, kind of a dime a dozen, sort of everywhere. But I do remember like as an adult going back into PacSun and realizing like, like 
these are here now. Like the, like the thing, like on the walls and everything, they're like champion, like the, you know, like the sea, like kind of embroidered. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. It's interesting. I imagine it's what like for our parents, uh, watching like Converse shoes yeah. really come back into like the centerfold as like mm-hmm. a super fashionable thing to wear. Um, it's kind of like, oh man, like those like yeah. the canvas and rubber. It does yeah. seem like, yeah, when we were growing up, champion was like at a, at a low point and now it is like back at a very high point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I wonder if we'll see it dip and dive again. Oh, you know, hard to say. I know. This is the, this is, this is the way this is the, the <laughs> this is how the fashion works works apparently we, we totally understand fashion <laughs> definitely <laughs> understand fashion <laughs> welcome to our podcast welcome to our podcast i remember like graduating out of like you know getting like a real job and needing like adult you know just like casual clothes i suppose yeah. and um discovering like uh like banana republic in my uh early 20s or so yeah like when i had like disposable income and remember thinking like oh my gosh this is my new favorite store because we never had one so whenever we found one like out traveling i was like i'm just gonna buy a lot of clothes here right yeah this is my thing but the funny thing was that like this is another thing like i didn't realize like i remember growing up like i did not like i don't think i ever owned anything from uh the gap the gap the gap i didn't i still don't think i ever have owned anything from there i don't know what vendetta i had against the store but i was like nope i once owned a gap (laughs) denim jacket there you go (laughs) Awesome. It was pretty, it was pretty boss. Yeah. Like, but if you would ask me like, like, do you, oh, do you want to go in there? I'd be like, I don't even want to go in the store. Not me. Not for me. <laughs> not, not, for not for me. For me. And it's just like, <laughs> not interested. Not interested. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't shop at the Gap. Like, there's nothing wrong with the Gap, by the way. <laughs> at <laughs> this all. Is, this no. is just stubborn high schooler. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like, these are like constructs that, yeah, that come exactly. from no basis whatsoever. <laughs> it's like, this is how I would define myself. Right. Um, yeah. So there was that. But then, like, real, that I think, like, learning, like, behind the scenes that, like, Banana Republic and the gap and old navy are all just the same company yeah it's just like these are just like different levels of the same store basically i mean like oh interesting okay Okay. so here's here's an interesting thought though because i feel like it's something that i've picked up on a lot as as we've gotten older like we when we started this podcast even like largely the entire premise was like strong opinions about weak things like we talked about that like a lot like you know having like a diehard favorite kind of soda you buy at the is at like the movie theater is like a hill you can die on type of thing right and um I, i think growing up me and you and Tyler, uh, all did this in varying capacities. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like we were Hokies. So like, we absolutely like despised the university of Virginia Cavaliers. And like, you know, it was, it was kind of like we had like built these very, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't have even said that like at the time we would have even had the the basis to call them strong opinions about weak things. Like I don't even know that I would have been able to say like, no, I care so much about this because like on the whole, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You yeah. know, like like when it when it comes down to it, like I'm I'm being really intense because it doesn't matter. Exactly. You know? It was like there was like a certain like like natural realization that like it was okay to be intense about things that didn't matter. Right. But like uh, for a long time, I think I was just intense about things and you know, yeah. like, I, I just had these, like these intense opinions or whatever. And the older that I have gotten, and it was funny that you gave like that <gasps> example about like the gap, because I feel like I am like actively feeling all of these like constructs that I had in my younger years, like melt away a little bit. Yeah, It's like, I just, it's like I I don't even have the capacity to to care about it that way. 
you know, it's like, like I could shop there. I could not shop there. Like I don't really have like an opinion about it one way or right, another. Like it like, means nothing to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but like anything, I don't even think that like, I, like, yeah, I hold these like weird little mental vendettas that, that I used to create, but sometimes I do still feel like I interact with people that still, uh, have these particular things. And, and I always, it's like, um, it's, it's like an interesting curiosity to me to like, like almost to see if like, if, if I could, if I could get somebody like, you know, on record, like saying like, oh, I will never eat that thing. Or, oh, I absolutely despise that place. Or I, I would never attend a blah, blah, blah. If yeah. so-and-so is there or whatever. It's like, it's almost like I want to like document it. So like 10 years from now, I can just go back and be like, Hey, this was a strong opinion you had at one point in time. Do you stand by it? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, let me play it back to you because like, I bet you don't, I bet you don't. Yeah. But you, I know today right now, while we're talking about it, you do, it's, you do care so much. I think what's funny is that like, there you're right like a lot of these things just sort of melt away or like like nowadays i feel like i'm much more like self-aware that like it's just sort of fun to be intense about it but like i don't really care right right but like right. every now and then like one of these like old things will be just sort of like dusted off in the present and it'll be like like i won't realize that that was like an intense thing i was doing yes like yeah. back in the day so like i think maybe like the gap is probably another great just Th- to use that as an example that's why i think it's a great example yeah because yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like but why yeah the, 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 there's no yeah based on nothing i don't like this store right right <laughs> yeah just because that'll, that'll help define who i am whatever um but so like just using that as an example or something like uh like or i think maybe it is a good example because like it's something that you could have had that opinion back in high school and it's like it has not come up in over 15 years right like no it has been there's just you know you don't need to decide on a daily basis whether you're shopping at this store at the mall or something it doesn't come up in conversation you've just left it behind but then like if like for example beth was like flipping through things online it's like oh i found these cool shirts for the uh kids at the gap i'd be like our children <laughs> so you're not gonna, <laughs> yeah. like, wait a minute wait a minute here the gap <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> we can't have that i can't be having that it'd be like why it'd be like well <laughs> this is how i've always felt i'm pretty sure <laughs> now that i now i have no well, certainly look, there was a good reason in there I somewhere positive i didn't like that store right yeah <laughs> yeah but it's like but, yeah, uh, it's like yeah and like beth will very much be like this sounds like a, like an old jonathan thing like just be very yeah yeah opinionated yeah. about something well that it, didn't matter i i'm very curious too as well if if this is at all part of like as you get older and you're trying to uh discover your identity in some capacity it's almost like that is why having these really strong opinions ends up feeling like facets of yourself. Like it helps you feel like you better understand who you are as a person. Yeah. And it's like your life experiences so far have only brought you, uh, into enough scenarios. Like, like sometimes I'm always like envious of, of like the main character of a story who at like, like, you know, take Katniss or something from like the hunger games. Like, I mean, obviously you never wish (laughs) that outcome on anybody's life, but like, you know, it's like she, she absolutely had to discover, you know, through, through this like gauntlet that she goes through, like who she is, right. You know? And, and for most of us at that age, like, you've never really been like battle tested. I feel like I gave a terrible example. Nobody, nobody should have to do what Katniss did, but um, (laughs) like, you know, it's like you, you have not gone through a whole lot of like independent life yet to where you have really, really, really started to like find yourself in the situation of like, like, why and how do I feel strongly about the things I feel strongly about? And like, like, so up until 
that point in time, you sort of have these like meaningless in a way, like opinions about things that you've, that you've used as like, like those facets, like this is how you've attempted to learn more about who you are in a way to demonstrate it to others. Yeah. But I think I tried to, I wrote this in the show notes like weeks ago. I don't even know if I ever officially brought it up or if I ever did it proper justice as a topic, but there was a quote that was basically like opinion is essentially the lowest form of knowledge. And I think that like when I was attempting to contextualize it for the show or like figure out how to like bring it to the surface, it was, um, I was having like a really difficult time figuring out how to say that because I don't want to like go on here and like blast everybody for having opinions because that doesn't feel like like the sentiment that I was trying to express however I feel like now that we've kind of found ourselves inside of this example it, it feels workable enough to where it's almost like at at this young age, at a high school version of ourselves, we decided that like, oh yeah, the gap, you know, we're not doing it. You know, like that's like, that's, that's like something like we've, we've defined ourselves by. Right. It's like, it's like, I think that's a great example of opinion being a very low form of knowledge. It's like, you're not basing it on, on anything. Like you're now as an adult, for example, I might look at a company like Patagonia who um, has like good uh, ethical practices, like within the, um, the organization as a whole, like sustainable sourcing, proper pay, like, you know, everything is like done in, uh, like such a way that it's like, I might be like, you know what? I would like to invest, uh, even though it's very expensive, like I would like to invest in a Patagonia, like article of clothing, because I know that like fair trade is, is involved and that like the people who made it, you know, were properly paid for making it and that the materials are, are safe and good and, and reliable and, and will last a long time and all that type of stuff. Um, but it's like that, that becomes like a much more informed assessment of like why you might support or endorse the, the brand that you might choose to, to do. Right. And I'm not even saying like in general, you need to have this kind of relationship with every garment of clothing that you wear. I'm, I'm not like wearing Patagonia as I sit here right now or anything like that. But, um, I just, I just think it's sort of like an interesting, uh, an interesting look at, at the idea of an opinion. Yeah. And I, and for me, like, I mean, you know, if, if you listen to the show, you know that I, I spend just way too much time, like rethinking everything I've ever thought and said for my right, entire yeah. life. So, <laughs> you know, I think it's like one of those things, but you know, if, uh, a lot of times, like whenever I'm thinking about like a difficult topic, I like to think of it as like taking the object out of my head and holding it like it's like a rock or something and turning the rock over in my hands and, and examining it from all angles. And so like, that is almost something that like I would encourage in general is like if you have like a really like vehement, like strong opinion, like I, I am like I am so for or against this thing, take that idea out of your head and handle it and, be right. like, and just ask yourself like why? Like why do you feel the way that you feel about this particular thing? Right. Um, because it could be, it could be very much like the case that it's like, like you decided early in your life that you didn't plan. I'm not a fan of this particular store. And like, you never re-examine it ever again. And so as a result, you just never like it ever again. Right. Like that's it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, like I decided when I was 16 that I'm not a fan of that place. And therefore now at age 36, right. still not a fan. <laughs> right. I haven't thought about it since I was 16, but that's how I felt then. So I don't see what I think would have changed. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so take your, take your, uh, take your opinions out of your old brain skull there and, mm-hmm. and give them a, Dust give them a them gander off. over. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, you want to transition one more time? Sure. 
Okay, Jay, there's one last thing I want to talk about, which is heavy objects Ugh. and their just absolute propensity to exist in my life. Yeah. Yeah, this is... There's no doubt. This is like, this is a really weird one. So, um, I feel like for as long as I can remember... I have found myself in these positions of trying to move objects that shouldn't be moved, you yeah. know, or, or <laughs> like, like constantly having to move big things, constantly having to move big things. Yeah. It's like, uh, in, in a way that I can't like, I, I don't know if it's the, if it's a situation where, uh, like I, I want something badly enough that I'm just willing to endure the excessive difficulty that is involved with achieving said goal. Like I think we gave the story uh, several weeks ago on the pop about how, when you and I lived together, right when I graduated college, when we started super Carlin brothers, uh, I was like, man, it'd be so much fun to have like a hot tub in the backyard. And like, we can have like this movie theater screen and like, we'll have a projector and the projector can be on the screen and we can sit in the hot tub and hang out with our friends. And it'll be so much fun. And so, you know, I was like, I have a truck, like I can totally go get one. So like, you know, I find the guy on Craigslist or whatever, and I drive out to the middle of nowhere, like, you know, an hour and a half away from where we live. And I, I get this thing and it, you know, it like the hot tub itself weighs like 800 pounds right, and like huge. is like way too, uh, like heavy for the, the payload rating, like of my vehicle, truck, yeah. you know, and, and yet like there I am like with my flashers on and like the front of my hood, like, you know, the springs of, of, of my truck are I'm literally like driving like a boat down the interstate, like 10 miles under the speed limit, just out of sheer fear that the like straps that are holding this thing in are going to come undone. Right. And this hot tub is going to go tumbling. You know, I'm going to yeah, leave it down eight, the interstate. Yeah. Right. Like Indiana Jones Boulder. Nope. <laughs> this is a hot tub barreling at, you know, 50 right. miles an hour. <laughs> it's like, you know, so it's, it's just like one of these things. It's like, it, it's like, oh my gosh, you know what? But, but I was so determined. I right, was like, so determined to like, like, it's not worth not having a hot tub. Right. So, so I shall find a way. And, and that was, that's what I came up with. Um, you know, or like as time went on, obviously like, you know, I've talked a lot about like my, my aquarium days. Uh, and like when I was a young kid, like, you know, 15, 16 years old, like I would have been so jazzed at the opportunity to own like a 100 gallon plus aquarium. Yeah. You know, like that was something like that, like young me absolutely coveted. Like, you know, I was, I was, I had my first job at Petland and I remember like people would come in and, and like, you know, I think we had a 180 gallon aquarium it was like 800 bucks unattainable sum. You know, I was just like, man, like nobody's ever going to be able to buy that. And one day I sold it and I remember it was like, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, Whoa. like they must be so excited. I think it sat there for like, like three years or something right, like that. Yeah. You know, it was like forever. Um, and so then like, as I, as I grew into adulthood, one of the things that like started happening and has, has happened so many times since doing the aquarium stuff is that like, oftentimes if, if like, uh, someone is moving or a business is closing or even just a, like a residence is moving, they'll have these big tanks and nobody wants to move them. And so right, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll they'll call you. Yeah. And they'll like, can you, can I donate them or can I, can I donate it? Or like, you know, if, <laughs> if you come, if you, if you come and pick it up, it's yours. Well, 16 year old me would have just like lost his hat over this. You know, this would have been like nothing better. No, right. it's like, like you basically, you're basically giving me free gold. Right. I'll take it. Excuse me. I'll take it. Right. Uh, so I remember one instance in particular, there was a local restaurant, a seafood restaurant here in town. 
And I had actually maintained the tank for quite some time, uh, but it was like 10 feet long. It was like 380 gallons or something like that, custom made. I think they built it like in place. And uh, I remember the the owner of the restaurant was like, "Yeah, we're closing, so like you know, if if, if like if you want the tank, come and take it, it's yours." Right. And I was like. Well, obviously, I'm going to take it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like no problemo. Um, like, should you have said no? 100. Yeah, I should have said yeah. no. Like, uh, nope. It, yeah, you're talking about like again. I mean, you're talking like six, seven hundred pounds of glass. Yeah, you know. Well, the other thing it seems that like, I I feel like I've noticed as an observer of um, people who move fish tanks a lot is that due to the nature of fish tanks yeah they are just big glass boxes yep. that were previously holding upwards of hundreds and hundreds of pounds of moving water for years yes right so like not only does that amount of movement in like heavy weight inside of a glass box tend to like affect the overall shape of it but like then when you go to move it you tend to have to put a lot of different forces on moving a like what appears to be like maybe weakened frame or something sure like uh, it seems like like moving a heavy used aquarium from one place to another place compromises it. compromises the aquarium's ability to be an aquarium sure sure yeah. sure, sure uh <laughs> and and i mean that I, I can't I can't say beyond a shadow of a doubt that we haven't observed that exact thing happen yeah. <laughs> before. So um, that that is definitely a thing. But um, I I do remember like yeah like so with with this particular tank though like I had this uh, I had a little van I was using at the time. It was like a minivan except instead of having like passenger seats in the back, it was just like an open cabin yeah type of thing and like you know so in, in, like these are all like the weird conclusions that like my mind would make it was like i have a commercial vehicle i have i like totally i can go and pick this thing up like yeah no big deal whatsoever and it's like you know i go and like put the thing in there and it sticks out the back like three feet right like, you know so at this point in time uh <clears throat> all of my friends who have sworn me off forever for asking to participate in the movement of this gigantic glass box mm -hmm. are like okay it's in the van we're done we're not touching it ever again like I don't want anything else to ever, I don't want, I, want, I don't ever want to be near that thing again. Yeah. So I had helped to get the glass box out of the restaurant, which was dang near impossible and probably could have thrown backs out and all sorts of other things. Um, but then it's in the back of my vehicle, which I then need for work the next day. Right. So I get back to my warehouse at the time to try to like offload it. And I remember like I am back there, like I like built a cart that like I, that like if all I had to do was then, slide off the back of the, the the truck the truck onto the cart but of course like the lips don't match perfectly or right. anything so like you know then i'm trying to like maneuver it and i'm like trying to like deadlift one end of it to put like a pvc pipe underneath so then it's got like a roller bar situation type of thing right. and i'm like finagling straps and <clears throat> doing all sorts of madness anyway so finally eventually by myself by yeah. myself mm. i got i got the uh i got the gigantic aquarium out of the back of the van and uh you know it's like since since doing super carlin brothers i would say that this is like lessened considerably uh however in the past couple of weeks uh our good buddy gabriel who it has been moving his gym yeah uh which if just just that sentence alone i'm sure you, you can kind of imagine yeah. where we're going moving a gym what do you lift at the gym yeah heavy objects lots of weights lots of weights all had to come up from a basement yep. uh to go to the new location all of that was mostly good you know like went helped him move all the stuff no big deal yeah got all the 
got all the weights up, we threw it in the back of a U-Haul, mm. transferred it across <clears> town, was able to drop it in the new location. All, I was like, all is good, no big deal, I'm done. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I, I, I helped. I did my friend deed of the year. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he calls me, he calls me yesterday while we're here at, at work and he's like, okay, so I went and bought some turf. And so... Uh, very frequently gyms will have turf as like an area to do like the other mixed activities. Um, yeah. And, so you're not just like on the concrete, you know, just on the concrete and that turf usually actually comes from like a, like a university, like a college that had it in like their football stadium. And, uh, periodically they have to go through and change the turf entirely because it's been worn out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to just like waste all that. So they sell it to gyms. So he went down and bought some in a trailer and they are these Ma- like massive like 10 foot long rolls of turf and they weigh 1500 pounds a piece oh my gosh and That's so much yeah so you know i'm like yeah like I'll, I'll buzz over there see if i can't help you like push them out of the back of the trailer or whatever nope nope no way no how so you know like i arrive at the gym and like we have to I mean, the, the amount of finagling was absolutely absurd, but what I ended up or what we ended up having to do was tie uh, weightlifting chains around a tree that just happened to be like next to or near the parking lot. Just that it was like right. one of those trees that like is growing on the side of like the abyss, you know, right. it's <laughs> like it's like if you like fell beyond the tree, like you're still falling. Yeah. Now while still, I'm going, yeah, yeah, right. You're going right. It's like it's so far. So. You know, like I take my truck and I back up like the trailer to the tree. Then we've wrapped a rope through the middle. Uh, and this is like a, you know, like a battle rope. Like if you've ever seen like Chris Hemsworth or something doing like the like up down things. Yeah. It's like <laughs> one, of, yeah one of those things. Um, and we've wrapped it all the way through the middle of the turf. And then we tied that to like the weightlifting chain. And then like, you know, tied that to the tree. And then I have the trailer hooked up to my truck and I'm like driving the truck away. So that like the thing, it's like stuck in place. Anyway, it's just been like utter madness. And yeah, we finally got them off the back of the trailer. And then we couldn't physically move them from where they landed on the ground to inside the gym. Right. It's just like, oh my gosh, why am I always moving heavy <laughs> objects? I don't know. I was thinking about this too. I was like. Like, you keep telling me all these stories about, like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, I helped Gabriel move the gym. And I'm like, no one asked me to help. And I'm like, I go to the gym just as much as you do. And, like, I feel like I've known Gabriel just as long. And I'm like, why didn't I, why wasn't, like, why wasn't I a part of this? And then I'm like, I guess I sort of was asked to help. And then I'm like, why did Ben end up doing this? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, it's like, maybe I was asked that. Like, if, if I, if, like, it's just like, it's crazy to me that, like, Either either you were asked way more directly than I was, or like like I it was like I don't I don't know how you ended up so much more involved in it than I did, given our almost equal relationship to the same, the person. same person and place. You know, that's a good <clears throat> question. I have no idea. I in the beginning, I really I don't know if there was some possibility that I really thought that owning a truck was going to be more uh, necessary. Uh-huh. Like this, this is another one of the, like the classic Benisms. Like I, in my mind, I was like, I have like a, I have like a me- medium sized truck, right? You know, that's, that's probably all we need to move all of the gym to the new location. Right. And then we fill up an entire U-Haul and it's like, oh yeah, my truck really was not. So I, I would <laughs> honestly say, yeah, that was probably a piece of it was like, in my mind, I was like, he probably needs my truck. Right. You know, it's like, he probably can't do it without the truck. Right. And realistically, you could, almost could have done all of it without the truck. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, either way, <laughs> I guess I ended up doing it. Um, but I, the thing that I will say about all of it, though, is that, like, there is, like, this really bizarre sense of accomplishment that I do feel attached to, like, these challenges of moving these remarkably heavy objects. Uh-huh. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just like... 
it's like when you when you like do it and you've like successfully like thought engineered the situation enough using just your materials at hand because most of the time for what it's worth like the guy who loaded the turf into the back of the trailer for gabriel had a forklift right the guy like picked it up ran it across the parking lot dropped in the back of the trailer like from gabriel's eyes like nothing was even remotely hard about this right so it's like this is absolutely like have the right tool (laughs) you're fine right that's all you need like you know makes no big deal but who owns a forklift right like (laughs) Someone just needed to rent a forklift. You guys could have been done in 10 minutes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So probably as time goes forth, that that is like one of those where someone would be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not thinking through how to solve it. Let's go rent a forklift. Right. Yeah. Or right. someone who has a forklift. Sure. They can come and do it. Right. Anyway. So moving heavy things. Good, good fun. Good be, fun. Be safe out there. I am sore. Uh, from I bet it you the are. They look huge. They were huge. I want to know a final measurement of the weight. I I want like I, I want to bring like a little scale out and set it on there. Probably, right. Probably crush the scale. Yeah. <laughs> Need big scale. Crunch. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Pop. It's just been a hooting and hollering good time. I feel like we talked about uh, norovirus and. Yeah. Uh, I'm mal- sure you all loved that. Mal- <laughs> yeah, I love how the word sponges has maintained. I all, know. all throughout. What is really funny about the word sponges is that like I. Like, um, similar, similar to your wife, my wife uh, absolutely, uh, unequivocally hates sponges or being spongy and having sponges or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. So anyway, I was like, oh, you know what? You know what's so great about having come up with the word sponges on the pop is I can use this in, in my, my, my regular life too, to avoid, uh, saying the real words. Right, right, right. You know, and it's like, but ironically, Beth finds the word sponges to be much more offensive than the actual words. <laughs> you know, so. this is this is like like uh like I don't even know if this is a thing, but like word reappropriation or something yeah. like that. Like I do feel like there ends up being the case where it's like like people often don't like the word like moist, uh, but like I almost wonder if if like you if you just called it like like bananas instead like is it really the word that's the problem or like like or is it like what the word moist represents is it is it the sound of the word moist yeah or is it or or is is like can you just feel moisture when you think of it right and and therefore like like you now associate like a negative sensation with like with the word and it's like the word itself is fine like right you know um, I have no idea. I, I know that like was so often like, you know, that's, that's like, uh, I even remember as a kid, like when I, when I heard like what swear words were, it was like, I almost thought that they were like magical spells that yeah. like, that like when spoken, like actually inflicted like some type of like visceral damage. Right. And it's like, it's like, well, they, they, they do because of the perceived meaning of the word. Right. And that's it. That's it. Otherwise, they're just sounds. <laughs> they're just sounds. Yeah. yeah, they do nothing special otherwise. Um, so I don't know. I always think that's <clears> interesting. <throat> anyway, but yeah. So yeah, what else did we talk about? We talked about mall brands. We talked about yeah. moving heavy stuff. That's right. I feel like it's just been um, it's just been a good old fashioned hooting and hollering good time. Welcome so, to the one seventies, y'all. I know. I know. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a magical decade of of episodes. No doubt. The next the next <laughs> ten. Maybe that's how we'll refer to to our to our episode yeah. batches. <laughs> 
It's like, well, we got really philosophical for that decade. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, if you guys have any feedback for the show, you can send it over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to support us on Patreon, we do very much appreciate it. Uh, we have uh, what we call After the Final Pop. It's an extra 15 to 20 minutes after each week's episode where Jay and I just talk about something we either didn't get to in the main show. We elaborate on something we did get on in the main show. Or we just talk about something new entirely. Uh, you can check that out at the $5 tier at patreon.com slash popcornculture. But otherwise, until next time, pop pop! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.